generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome and you are listening to a very, very awesome to come episode of keepthechange.co.nz today because I've brought in the big guns. I've got Caleb sitting in front of me, 15 years of age, mate, to close out 2023. Looking forward to this chat. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Really, really well. Well, we'll just tell the people to start with that Caleb is not your real name because it's not. we might have to protect you. Uh, from maybe a little bit of that tall poppy out there. And I guess, uh, you know, some people that might be like, oh, well, how's, how does he get to do all of this? But I want to use this podcast as a way to get inside the brain of somebody that's a bit younger. I'm 35 these days, mate, so I'm pretty ancient. And, Quite a bit older. Yeah, and be inspired by what it is that you guys are looking at in your day and age now and the things that you're doing. And I know from talking to you already that you aren't really living a, an ordinary teenager's life, I would imagine. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah. So 15, mate, and what, what sorts of things interest you? Oh, well, my hobbies would be like rugby, basketball, just tons of sports at school and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm pretty interested in some of the business side of things. Cool. And what got you interested in business, do you think? Oh, well, first of all, uh, I've always loved shoes, like Jordans, Nikes, all that type of stuff. So I started reselling shoes, just like filling for some extra profit. Yeah. And it started to grow into quite a bigger thing, like ex- expanded pretty quickly. And that's kind of just where it all took off. Then I just saw other things like drop shipping, other reselling other things like AirPods, clothes, just, and it just all took off from there. Wow. Okay. We'll unpack these, mate. So one at a time, because there's a fair bit there. So loved shoes is that because you're seeing that stuff on social media for instance or yeah like i've just been seeing shoes everywhere i've been watching tons of youtube and tiktok and all that just watching like all reviews and like sneaker cons and stuff like that and i just always loved it so i just wanted to give it a go myself yeah what's a sneaker con like a conference for sneakers yeah it's like a big um oh, i don't really know how to describe it but it's like oh it's like a big meet and greet gotcha such, and then it's like everyone's there's all vendors and they'll sell shoes and then everyone just like walks around and they buy shoes off each other. It's a big like trading. Ah. Like, yeah. Okay. Happens a few times a year. Yeah. And these are probably overseas, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. They're in America, but we have one in New Zealand that I think just took place a few weeks ago. Really? Did yeah. you go? No, I yeah. didn't go. I was away. Yeah. Okay. So is this maybe coming from liking basketball, which shoes are a big part of basketball, right? Have been historically, from yeah. my limited knowledge of this space. <laughs> yeah, they have been. Michael Jordan, obviously, yeah. impacted the shoe game. Yeah. All the Jordans, they're like going crazy right now. Yeah. And that's just, I don't know. I like basketball, love Jordan, love the, all the shoes, and that's kind of just what drew my attention to it. Have you watched his documentary? Yeah, I have. What did you think of that? Last Dance, yeah, that was, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and also the, the movie that came out about Phil Knight and creating the Air Jordan 1. Yeah. What do you learn when you watch something like those those two flicks? Well, it's just great to see what he like um, had to say about it and like what he thought about when he was making those shoes and like creating his business. Yeah. You yeah. find it inspirational or? Yeah, somewhat inspirational. Yeah. It's like good to see. I love it. It's enjoying for me. Yeah. But yeah, it is quite a bit inspirational as well. And your mates, are they into the same sorts of things as you? 
Yeah, all my mates are into shoes, like collecting shoes. Some of them will like come with me to like just flip for some profit or I'll buy off them and then I'll sell for even more. But yeah, we all love shoes. Okay. Talking about them, collecting, all yeah. that type of stuff. Wow. Okay. So flip for some profit, basically that means you're finding them and then you're finding somebody and you're paying X for them and then you're selling them to somebody who's going to pay more and you get to keep the profit in the middle. Yep. Like just going into a store such as Nike, let's say buy like a dunk for 180 bucks, go sell it for 250. You can do that within like 20 minutes and that's 70 bucks. E- easy money. Wow. And usually you can only buy one, one per customer. But if I've got five of my friends, it's a lot more money. You're learning about scale already. Okay. Yeah. So why aren't these people, like where's the seller? Are you selling them? So where, where do you go to sell them for the 250? Oh, well, there's multiple things. There'll be bigger resellers. They have bigger audiences. They've got massive following. So they've got big websites. Yeah. Like right now for shoes, I don't have websites. I've got Instagram pages, TikTok pages that I'm selling through, the, through there. But also I sell on an online marketplace. Do you know StockX? No. Oh, well, StockX is huge. Yeah. It's like it's a massive marketplace. But like that's going pretty like viral at the moment because of the authentication. They've got pretty shitty authentication. Okay. But like I'm selling on a, it's a different app like that. It's called Goat. Yeah, and how it works is, I'll list a pair of shoes up to sell, and if someone like accepts my offer, I'll get a notification. I'll package up the shoes, ship them to Goat. They'll authenticate. If they're all good, all real, they'll pay me, and then ship them to the customer. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, but these are international customers. International, yeah, yeah. And are you selling in New Zealand dollars or US dollars or uh, through the app? I'm selling USD, but yeah. when I'm selling through my Instagram page, it's only um, domestic NZ. I see. So. When you sell to overseas people, you've had to then learn about the exchange rate as well. Yeah, that's yeah. a big factor. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy, yeah, the US dollar, the New Zealand yeah, dollar. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you go into these stores and you know what you're looking for because you know that they're popular. Is that, yeah. is that I know, how you know? I know like the market, like I've been researching the market for a while now. So I know what is a good price, what's a good price to buy it for, what sizes to target and stuff like that. Gotcha. But also, I'm in like community groups where um, I'll get notifications when something drops at a store. So I might I might get a notification on my phone saying Panda Dunks dropped at Nike Queen Street, and I'll race over there as quickly as I can, grab my mates, get as many pairs. That's good good money for the day. Wow. Well, mate, I was coming up to work one weekend, and outside Foot Locker there was a line. Yeah, and I got up here and I was making a video about the fuck are these people doing? Excuse my language. Get back to uh, like, get to, what are you doing with your life? But they probably, yeah, they probably know that there's a shoe release, right? Yeah, I've done that multiple times. It's okay, like, shit. Sorry, mate. I was making you off on the video, oh, but uh, no, that's fine. Yeah, it's a, it's bloody boring. Yeah, but it's fine once you've got your mates. Yeah, so um, usually on their Instagram pages they'll uh, put out a post saying got these these shoes. It's usually a new release. They'll say we're releasing these tomorrow from let's say size 5 to 13 and then yeah depending how um, important the release is people will line up the night before yeah early morning like there was one early this year and I went with my mates and we went at like 3am and till 10am 7 hours but it's worth it when you're making like 500 bucks wow. off like two pairs of shoes yeah so yeah. You're, you're waiting for that time you get access to them you buy them and then you go and sell them to the people overseas or, or wherever that want them yeah those types of releases you usually just sell on the spot really yeah bigger resellers okay via instagram or uh no just in hand because yeah. you all know each other through the community yeah and you know which guys are big and which guys are just starting off and you go to the bigger guys sell them and within like 10 minutes, you've sold. Wow. So they just wire you the cash? Yeah, it's really yeah. easy money. Wow. Just okay. sitting around with your mates. Jeez, you're blowing my mind here. The people listening are going to be like, okay. The people are listening, mate, will say, but how did you get the money for the first pair, for instance? Oh, I took a loan off my parents because they knew I was into shoes and I've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. And I think, actually, I remember the first pair of shoes, I had won a raffle, which is when you enter a drawer and only a specific number of people win. And I was one of the lucky people to win that. So I took a $300 loan from my parents, put it up on my Instagram page. Within a day, I had sold like for 150 bucks profit. Then from there, it just started growing. Yeah. And after, I think, two or three pairs of shoes, I'd pay my parents off and I was into profit where I could buy with my money and stuff. But yeah, when like there were bigger drops and I needed more money, I'd get a loan. And then I knew I could sell them. My, my parents found out that like, yeah, you can sell them just 
if you yeah. pay us back quickly, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know you can sell them because you're obviously doing the research of the market, right? Like you yeah. know what the market wants. It's a really important business principle that even a lot of people in business get wrong. They think that they like a sneaker, mm. so they get 10 pairs of those and then they can't sell them. They get stuck with with eight pairs and yeah. they go, well, what happened here? And that that happens time and time again where people set up businesses that the market doesn't actually want. And then they learn the lesson the hard way that, damn it, I started something that I wanted rather than what the market wants. Yeah, that's happened to me before. I've taken losses on some shoes. Sometimes you buy them at when they're high and then they drop and yeah. you lose a bit of money, but that's all learning experiences because you have your low lows and your high highs. Nice. So losses to you are just learning. Yeah. You don't look at them as a loss as such. Yeah, because it's not like I'm losing on every pair that I, that I have. I can make that back because usually it's just small losses, maybe yeah. 30, 40 bucks per shoe. It adds up and it does get to quite a lot. But when you're doing high figures and you can sell a lot, it's not too much to worry about. What's the most expensive sneaker you've sold? Um, oh, I sold a pair that I sold. It was around 1.1K. Wow. New Zealand? Yeah. Uh, New Zealand, yeah. Yeah. Nike Dunk Haritos. All right. Uh, there was a collab with the Haritos Drink Company. Okay. And Nike SB. And that was really popular. Yeah. But it's cra- crazy because the price went up significantly. It started off at like around 400 and within two weeks it had gone up to 900 and then just grew and grew. Is is that because there's such a big demand and there's so low supply? Yeah. 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 So now you're getting economics lessons as well. Yeah. So people are like, I want the shoe. They're hard to find. So then they're just driving up the price. Yeah. Those ones are usually limited release. Yeah. So if you get your hands on them, pretty lucky. Nice. Okay. What do you think you would have made in total flipping these shoes, profit wise? Uh well, I do have got. I know the. I don't know the exact, but I know around because I've yeah. got a spreadsheet that I run. Um, I think I did thirty-five k in revenue. Yeah. And I think it's about eight k profit. Nice around that mark within. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Last t- eight ten months. In eight to ten months. Nice. So you're averaging a thousand bucks a month yeah. in profit. Just starting off. Yeah. Nothing, nothing big, but it'll yeah. grow to something bigger. Yeah. And started with a three hundred dollar loan that you paid back pretty quickly as well. Yeah. Had multiple loans within that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because you keep wanting to get bigger. Yeah. And buy more. And buy more. Yeah. And like, do you mean buy more bigger volumes as you go? Yeah. More more shoes. Yeah. I think the most pair of shoes I had at once was like fifteen pairs of the same shoe. So Sheesh. gotta keep that loan for my parents, pay yeah. them back eventually. And were you then building Instagram and audiences along the way to, to sell some of these shoes to those people? Yeah, so um, when I get a customer, I would just like ask them to like leave a review on the Instagram page. Yeah. So then I could just provide like proof that we're all legit and just got customers that are actually happy with the product and stuff. And like that gains interest from other people. Yeah, wicked. But nice. The main way to grow is you usually do it once and then you do it a few more times. You do a giveaway... So I did a collab with another reseller and we gave away a pair of shoes or $400 cash. And that, w- that was just amazing. It like grew my page by like 700 followers because like, yeah, it was small, but then it grows it a lot because like everyone wants them. And then you've got customers there and then later on that yeah. are like, oh, I remember this guy. He'll have some good prices. Work it. And are you, so yeah, giveaways are a great tactic because people love free stuff, especially yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. And then so... Are you, you're selling to people of all ages? Yeah, all ages. Shoes are just massive. Yeah. Very broad audience. Young kids, older people, teenagers, everyone. How are you fitting in so many trips to the post office around your schoolwork? Uh, that's usually on the way to the gym. Nice. Yeah. In gym and too. Good stuff. So sport, business, getting the school stuff done. Okay, so things I'm picking up here, mate, and tell me if I miss anything. So you're learning via social media. Yeah. So you can study it there. You're understanding the market and what the market's going to want. So you've probably got a bit of an act for spotting trends and things like that. Yeah. And you just, you can, and then you are willing to go stand in a line for say seven hours, whereas a lot of people probably won't. Yeah. If it's three hours, you, you then get your mates around you so you can do it at a bit of scale as well. Um, you're building audiences so that you can then sell to, you're not happy with the speed of the growth of the audience. So then you're speeding it up by figuring out how I giveaways and then you've got, by the sounds of it, the important component that I've often a lot of people overlook is that community piece where you can 
learn from each other and sort of understand what what you're all up to. Is that right? Yeah, like in the community, there's tons of people that are higher up that've been doing it for a while. They all give support to everyone. Like they're some people are better in some areas than other people, so yeah. it's good to learn from each other. And then yeah, just good for your knowledge. Why do you think most of these people are, are doing this when you look at it? Well, I wouldn't say it's that hard. You just have to know what you're doing. I mean, you say that for everything. It sounds it's easier said than done, but it's not that hard to just watch a few YouTube videos, maybe a week, just all just watching them, yeah. learning the markets. And then all you have to do is just buy some, sell them. Once you get good at it, it's just it's like the snowball effect. Yeah. But these people, are they all people that are your age doing this or are they all ages? All ages. Yeah. I would say people started around like average age people would are doing it as like 16. Okay. But like people would start from 13 and I know people that are like 30, 40 doing it. Yeah. So wow. Very broad. Yeah. And everyone's in a supportive environment. They want to see each other doing well. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. They can learn from each other and also like buy shoes off each other. So everyone's kind of winning in some aspects. Yeah. Nice. And then, okay, so you've done the, the shoe piece. And then where do we go to from there? What uh, what took your interest next? Oh, well, after shoes, it's slowed down drastically yeah. during, I'd say, maybe April, May, which is usually when the sneaker market dies down. It's not around the holiday seasons and like people aren't really buying. So I was like, oh, well, I'm not making much money anymore. I'm too young to, to get a job. I can't find one anywhere. I need to start something else. So I hopped back on TikTok, kind of saw it was trending and it was selling some AirPods that I'd import from China. Yeah. Sell those. And that took off pretty well. I didn't sell that many because they were much harder to sell as, you know, it's a higher cost. Yeah. But um, sold a decent amount of units of those. Now, are they legit earpods or are they... No, no. They uh, they look like earpods. Yeah, no. They're not legit ones. Okay. But yeah. you sell them as obviously not legit. Don't want to sell them as real. Yeah, yeah. But people want to be seen to be wearing earpods, so they yeah. they buy... Because the, a pair of earpods these days is like 350 bucks or something, I yeah. think, Apple Pair. Yeah, like the pros, I think they're 450 Yeah. The standards are like between 300 350 It's crazy. So I'd obviously sell them for cheaper, yeah. but the margins are still good for me. As people, like, they're close to AirPods. They know they're not, obviously, the authentic ones, but do the same job. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And what sort of margin can you make on the AirPods? Uh, usually you would buy them for around 50 bucks a unit and sell for 200 Sheesh. So it's pretty good. Yeah. But obviously you would say you list it up for 200 You get an offer for around 150 That's sweet. It's easy. 100 bucks profit. You take it. Yeah, especially yeah. if you've got 10 sets to get through yeah yeah. is that the minimum like what's the minimum amount of earpods you could buy in from from uh, China no you have to get at least five at once okay and is that what you started with you started with five uh, I started with six but it was three of my mates we got two each didn't know how it was going to go low cost so we're just like oh just fuck it just go for it <laughs> we all sold it on Facebook Marketplace sold it all within a week it was like oh shit this is going to be good Facebook Marketplace yeah yeah ordered more in kept growing so I think we we didn't sell that many because we stopped them, but maybe like around 20 or 30 pairs. Sold 30 pairs. So let's say average margin, 100 bucks. You probably made three grand doing that as well? Yeah, between the three of us. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're doing it with your mates. Yeah. yeah. How much fun is it to do it with your mates than do it on your own? Oh, it's way more fun. Yeah. Because yeah. if, like, if you're winning and they're losing, you can just nag them about it. <laughs> but like, even if we're both winning, it's fun because got the money up, can do what we want. Yeah. A bit more freedom. And what do you usually do? Like, what are the what do lads do with the cash these days? Oh, well, probably buy sneakers. Yeah, don't, <laughs> we don't go off spending it straight away. Probably yeah. just for food. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and then just hanging out, just doing whatever. Cool. And do you guys put some money aside for savings and things like that? Yeah, we we'll do a little bit of that. Yeah, just depends what who the person is. Some people just go spend it straight away. Some put it all in savings. Yeah, depending how smart they are. Yeah. And what about investing? Have you know, come across content learning about that yet? Uh, I've learned a little bit about it. I haven't actually tried it though. Yeah. But do a bit of sharesies. Obviously, that's with my dad though. Yeah. Three but, parents. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you've got to be 18, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, You're getting exposed to that stuff already. Yeah. Yeah. Learn about it, but like haven't actually like gone and done it by myself mm. and such. It probably seems less exciting at your age as well when you think, well, this is slow and dull <laughs> when I could be making a hundred bucks selling a pair of AirPods 
focus your attention back over there, right? Yeah, it's much more rewarding as you get, even if you get a hundred bucks within a day or get 500 bucks a week doing like stocks, a hundred bucks feels better because it's doing something you like in a shorter period of time instead of just having to wait. Yeah. 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 Nice. Well, mate, as you go through your journey, you'll probably have excess cash that you'll need to put somewhere and you'll get to learn about, okay, investing for the long term and things like that and, yeah. and compounding. And the sooner you start investing, you you get that compound effect of returns on top of returns, which I'm sure you're probably learning about through some of the things that you're doing. Yeah. Much like how you're stacking education on top of education with some of these products. Yeah. Yeah. We learn about that in school. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think um, most people don't have a crack at doing something like what you and your mates are doing? Uh, lack of knowledge, maybe. I don't see why, though, because there's so much information out there that they can learn. It's really not that hard to find. Like, I haven't paid for any, any courses or anything. I'm yeah. all in the free stuff, but I still learned yeah. much from it. Do you see some of these um, US people selling digital courses and things like that? Do you ever come across that? Yeah, there's quite a lot of those. Yeah, and do you, does that excite you guys? Do you think, wow, we could create a course or not your thing? Not really, like at the moment, because we're like, just trying to like learn all the basics first, yep. get those like really compacted down. And yep. once we're like actually substantially building off those, then you can start up like the courses, the agencies and whatnot. Yeah, nice. Well, you're, uh, yeah, you're onto it. Okay, so back to the AirPods. You, like, how do you know, like, who the hell do you get in touch with in China? I don't know anyone in China. How do you know someone in China? You just got to find the right supplier. Okay. And how do you do that? Oh, that's secret. <laughs> okay. You can't tell us. That's fair enough. But you can find that information online somewhere, right? Yeah, you can find it online. It's really not hard to find. You, yeah. don't, you ha- might have to pay for, like, pay for the supplier, but not much, 40 bucks. Yeah. Make it back within one sale. But you've got to know the right thing to try and sell, right? Yeah. Because supplies, they'll sell not just AirPods. Headphones, speakers, you pick which one you want, what you think is going to do best, but you learn from other people. Like, and that's yeah. what I've done. And you know, AirPods is the best, more reliable. Yeah. And it's there's no language barriers or you haven't struggled to. Nah. Nah. Bit yeah. of translation does the trick. Oh, yeah. Nice. No, so you just Google Translate? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard, though, because you usually have like the auto translate on. So I see. Everything that they text, it just switches straight into English. And you're messaging just via an app on your phone sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Through AliExpress. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've, I've had some dealings with uh, ordering things from China. They usually get sent to the wrong place and I'm paying for freight from one country to the other. And yeah. All sorts of stuff. It, can, it can be complicated, but like once you've got a good supply and that trust impact's going good, yeah. it's much easier to yeah. do business with. And they're not worried about the number that you're ordering? You know, they're not thinking, hey, we want a thousand of these or, or anything? Obviously, they'll want to sell as much as they can, but yeah. like, oh, they know that like we're not going to be buying a thousand. Like that's yeah. way too much. Do you negotiate prices with them, or uh, at first I didn't because I was like, well, they've never done business with them. Why would they mm. give me a cheaper discount? Yeah. So I was just a straight buy. They were fine with that. But then like, once I started to buy more, you get small discounts, but it pays off in the future. Yeah, build the relationship. Yeah, which is that trust. Cool. Okay, so earpods as well. Clocked. We've got. We've done shoes. We've done earpods. Anything else? Latest thing that is drop shipping. Drop shipping. This is what I'm really targeting at the moment. I've fully stopped earpods and slowly drawing out the um, the sneaker thing. Okay. Obviously, that's still going to be a side piece for me to do. But yeah, I'm focusing on this at the moment. All right. Teach us how drop shipping works. So, drop shipping 101 would be you find a supplier usually in China, you would make a website. Okay, let's just do what I did. Yeah. It's a Christmas wrapping cutter. So it like cuts the paper smoothly. Yeah, this is just an example. Just an example, yeah. Okay, yeah, you could find something like this, yeah. So you would find a supply for that. You would make a website based around that product. You yeah. would then, there's websites that you can use so that connects the supplier to your website. Okay. You would then order the product in for, from... AliExpress, Timu, all that stuff. Film with it on TikTok and Instagram to promote your product out there. Yep. And then all that marketing when you're promoting on Instagram and TikTok, that draws attention to your website. And then hopefully they buy. Nice. So it's really like, so you're the middleman. Someone buys off your website. You buy the supplier. The supplier ships it to your customer. The product never touches you. Yeah. You get the profit margin though. 
Okay. So when you order the stock, do you take a risk that you're ordering, say, 100 units of something and that you can sell them? Or no, is it, no, no. You, you never order them. Yeah. The customer orders it and they're just getting sent it. Yeah. Through And you're facilitating it. Yeah. And when you're running these pieces of content on TikTok, Instagram, et cetera, are you paying for that or that's just organic content? All organic marketing. Yeah. That's where to start off, but then you go into some uh, paid ad strategies. Wow. <laughs> Mate, this just cracks me up because even the fact that you know this terminology around like organic and then paid and, and whatnot, you know, people learn this in their in their business journey at some stage, but the fact that you you know, you're picking it up at, at this age, unreal. Okay, so we want to try and find a product that we think people are going to want. We're going to find a good supplier. We're going to build a website. Then people are going to go, well, I don't know how to make a website. So how the hell do you know how to make a website? Instinct, I guess. You watch yeah. some videos on YouTube, get some tips and tricks here and there. Yeah. And then you do put your own flow onto it. Awesome. And what about the use of chat GPT and AI? Oh, yeah, that's that's a big thing. That's mainly for writing product descriptions. Okay. So you give ChatGPT the potential product and you say, can you please help me write a product description? Yeah, just type it up, say, uh, the product is la da da it does such, such, such. Uh, can you write a quick, simple product description for me? Do that, copy it in, edit here and there, and then it's all done. Yeah. A bit easier than you having to think about it because after building a whole website, you kind of lose some thoughts. Yeah, but fatigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah lose that creativity. Nice. Okay. And so you've got to go and buy a domain name as well. So you've got to yeah. learn about that. Yep. Yeah. Got to buy a domain name. Yeah. But you're not creating a product. You're just picking a product that you think, yep. okay, the market may want this. Yeah, yeah. You need to find a winning product. So you want to find a product that has a wow factor. Like when people scroll on TikTok, they're like, oh shit, that's cool. as that they actually like. Has to have a good margin, usually times three. So yeah. For example, if you're buying for 10, sell it for 30. Nice. And then there's other small factors, a broad audience, so it's not seasonal. Okay. That was the downside with this product, it was seasonal. You want it to be non-seasonal, people can use all year round, it's not targeted just 13-year-old girls, it's targeted for all teenagers, everyone, usually solves a problem. Nice. And those are the main factors. There's small other things, but like, those are the core elements. Yeah. Well, those are some pretty good business fundamentals as well um, with any product that people are trying to sell or even business that wants to be successful over a yeah, longer period of time. I guess the broad audience piece, sometimes that can be a little bit different where you niche down into a specific type of customer and you go, right, oh, let's really focus on like that age group or that type of person with that um, you know issue. But solving a problem, massive, yeah, massive way to focus on creating something that's successful yeah. yeah and then what about creating the content does that get tiring because basically that's what drives all the attention right yeah well you would you want to spend like first day you get the product three four hours purely filming content just filming a bunch of videos on your phone then going onto computer using editing softwares putting them together yeah and putting them onto your phone and posting them up and just going for it yeah, and then once you post, you'll probably film enough videos that you have for the first week. And then after that, you'll see which videos did good, which did bad. So, for example, if one did really, really good, you would watch the video and see, so what we did good about it. Was it the hook? Was it the next part? Was it the sound? What not? So if you did a good hook, keep that hook there. But then afterwards, you want to change what happens after the hook so that it keeps doing well. Yeah, nice. So hook being... Um, the Christmas product you can't live without or something like that. Yeah. Just like, a shit one, but... Just say something that just shows what it does straight away. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Or like just captures the audience's eyes. Mate, most people can't stay focused for three to four minutes, let alone 30 to 40 minutes. How are you staying focused for three to four hours? Well, you just got to persevere. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm doing it with my mates, so you get a little bit off task here and there, like a few breaks and stuff, but like you just got to push through it. It's going to be gotcha. worth it in the in the future, but if you're not going to do it now, you're never going to do it, so just do it while you can. Nice. So you link up with your mates on a weekend, say, and you're right, lads, we're going to create some content for the next three to four hours and just get this done, then we can go you know, play basketball or whatever it is you want to do. Yeah, it's just me and one of my other mates are doing the dropshipping. Yeah. And then 
all of my mates are doing the sneaker reselling pretty much. What is it about drop shipping that's um, you know that's excited you? How people can grow so quickly. Yeah, like I've just been I've been seeing so much growth recently. Online e-commerce, everything. It's just just like holy shit. Like I need to, I need to get into this. Yeah. Like if I want to be making money, this is the way. To, this is the way to do it. This is the way to I do it. I just have to crack down and do it well while I can. And doing it well, does that mean finding the right type of product, or what does that mean? Finding right product, making a good website, marketing it well. Yeah. Like you'll have obviously products that do shit, products that do average, and there'll be the odd product that does really good, like six, seven figures monthly. Yeah. And. What about, so have you got some ideas of the things that you're going to do next? You don't need to tell us because uh, yeah, I don't want anyone to see yeah, your ideas. Yeah, I do actually, yeah. yeah. So I've actually, I found a product uh, just yesterday and I've just posted a few videos up, literally fresh TikTok account, no name, or it's got a name and a profile picture, but it looks really shitty. Like it's no business name, no nothing. And it's posted videos of other people on there Yeah, with the product, seeing how that does, if it does shit bad product if it does it's getting some good views then we'll make a website change the name and the logo and then hopefully that brings yeah. in some products nice so you're using some already generated content to kind of test the the test. market fit yep yeah, yeah wicked and by doing that tiktok will actually see that you're not a business you're actually a real person so it'll fit in with the algorithm so you yeah yeah. Just the videos, they'll push out your videos so they do better fitting in with the algorithm and stuff like that. Smart. I did a podcast the other day, mate, with a, a guy who's basically built a business that now has over 100,000 customers. Oh, wow. And that was how they started, was running some t- uh, Twitter ads, oh, yeah. basically selling the product. And then once people started paying, they're like, shit, we need to build this. Yeah. Um, so it's a good way to validate your idea is to go out to the market first and basically say, you know, here's what we've got. Do you want it? Whereas I think a lot of people often they'll go and build something for six months or they'll think I've got to have the perfect website, but the perfect website doesn't exist and they're always evolving. So then they never actually get to launch their offer or when they do, they realize that all the things that they thought were important weren't important because people go back to the things that you were talking about before about does this actually solve a problem for me? Does it have the wow factor and can I afford it? You know, is it going to add value to my life? Yeah, like if it's got those core elements, if like, got a wow factor, solves a problem, broad audience, go for it. Like, obviously the website needs to be decent. It can't be some Mm. shitty thing. It doesn't have to be the best and it'll still get sales. If people really want that product, I don't think they're going to care that much. But you need to have a good website that'll, people were like, oh shit, this is like, looks professional, looks all nice and stuff. But like, obviously that takes time and learning on how to build that. So apps from scratch, when you're building a website, like, you don't have to get everything to the highest high. Yeah. Okay. Now, anything else that you've sold through this journey? Oh, no. That's pretty much it. Yeah. No drinks or anything? Nah. Nah. Okay. Sweet. Um, what about Mr. Beast? Are people watching Mr. Beast at your age? Uh, yeah, he is. Oh, wait. Actually, going back. Yeah, I have sold the drinks. Okay. Uh, that Prime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did a lot of units on that. Yeah. Yeah. Bottles of it. Yeah. Yeah. What was so cool about Prime? Because I only watched from afar. I've yeah. seen. I haven't I haven't tasted. I hear it's crap. Uh, some most of it. most of it's shit. Uh, there's actually a few bottles that I, I would drink, but yeah, some of that's just not that good. Yeah, yeah. So it started off um, two big YouTubers, KSI and Logan Paul. Yep, very famous. They did this thing called Prime. It's a hydration drink. It had all these wow factors, but like people wanted the drink because it was like going crazy on social media. They don't give a shit what it tastes like. They just want, it's the bottle they want. Yeah. So so they could show that they've got it kind of thing on yeah. social media. Yeah. When I started importing it, no one like in, at my school had it or no one in the area had it. Obviously people in New Zealand had it, but not many people in the area. So I brought in, I think it was 24 bottles of it. Yeah. So I brought that in. From where? Uh, Aussie. Aussie. Okay, cool. On a um, website from over there. Yeah. Found a website. I was like, okay, this is going to get, it's going to do good. Ordered 24, two cases, 24 bottles, put them up on my Snapchat story, Instagram story. Like this was, they arrived before school. I was like, holy shit, I'm bringing this to school. I, my whole, I put, filled my whole bag up just with Prime. 
and I sold all the bottles at school that day for like 20 bucks a bottle and I was buying them for eight. Wow. So buy <laughs> eight, yeah, and then sell 20. 20. So $12, $12 margin? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm selling big quantities. Yeah. And it's the stupidest thing. It's like, it's a hydration drink. Like you can go buy that for five bucks on the pack and save. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but not the prime one. Yeah, not the prime one. Yeah, but yeah. you can now. Yeah. Yeah. Count down on you would, you can. So what happened? The market got flooded with supply or they how were, did it solve itself? pumped out so much. Yeah. Obviously, it's still selling like great because people are addicted to it. They just love it. Oh, really? But like, yeah. um, it's not got that insane like need. Yeah. And do you guys like at your age, are you looking at the stuff being like, wow, these... Uh, it's KSI, right? Yeah, KSI. And Logan Paul? Yep. And thinking, man, like these guys are smart. Or are you just like, oh, we want the drink. Just want the drink? Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. I mean, obviously some people think, oh, yeah, on the business side of things. But yeah. Yeah. Everyone just wants the drinks. Like it was going crazy. Like I was selling the bottle alone. There were some times where I'd, I'd make massive money like off it. Like I would sell sips of it. Yeah. Like a dollar for a cap shot. And then once the bottle's empty, I'd sell the bottle. Nice. Increasing <laughs> your margins. Just crazy how needy people are for this. Yeah. And you would then take your profits and then go and get some more from Australia? Or did you run a fine balance of like, shit, you've got to make money while sun shines as such because um, eventually there's going to be heaps of this stuff in the country? Yeah, no, I bought a lot of it. I think I did, I did probably, I bought in eight cases. Yeah. Of, of 12 or 24? 12. Okay. All yeah. of different flavors though. I had, I've had every single flavor. Yeah. So What's yeah. the best flavor? Probably Meta Moon. Okay. Or Blue Raspberry. Right. I'm going to try one of these, mate. It's going to be my summer Meta Moon. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to get some, um, get some Prime and have give it a crack. Yeah. Because there's idea. a there's a hydration, but then there's a caffeine version too, right? Yeah. The caffeine one actually got um banned in New Zealand because it's too much caffeine in it. That's the energy drink version in the cans, yeah. and it's got like 260 milligrams of caffeine in like a Tiny can. 330 mil can. Wow. I think I've seen it at a dairy, yeah. But yeah. I read that it was, yeah, banned. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> I should go buy one of <laughs> Yeah, the hydration, they're fine, obviously. They're okay. still selling, but like, yeah, there's the cans. And then it's also got sachets. Oh. So it's like a stick and it's just a hydration thing, but in a sachet. You whack it in your... Uh, and some water. Yeah. I got, I got those as well. Yeah. And they were selling? I didn't sell much of those because I was like, cool as the a bottle. bit late to it. But gotcha. like my uncle was in America and he brought some stuff back to me, which yeah. I haven't actually seen because it's different products that they got over there. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because it's unfamiliar over here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So people like Mr. Beast, for instance, that have got a massive YouTube following and whatnot. Uh, mm. You know, you, you guys watching what they're up to and then wanting to buy some of their products i think it's got chocolates and all sorts of yeah, different things these days yeah, it's got chocolates um feastables yeah and then he's nuts or something yeah <laughs> something like that yeah and then he's also got like a burger chain in, in america yeah and so like who else are you guys watching like, who's popular oh i don't know like just there'll be people that go viral at times yeah like andrew tate yeah okay you hear about him yeah he went viral for ages and then there's people like him that went viral and then like just yeah i don't know just YouTubers that'll go for like a month and then die down. Yeah. So you're constantly kind of looking at the trends and just having a, a look and seeing what's, yeah, what people are probably going to want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's pretty smart, eh? Because like when you think about it, mate, you're basically doing on a smaller scale what some of these bigger guys are doing, right? So you can yeah. spot that, like they're creating this demand for this drink and then they have the attention to sell it and then people want attention. So then they want to have the bottle and then you're solving that piece of it because it can't get to the market fast enough and then you can make a dollar doing that. Yeah, they're just obviously doing it much higher scale. They've got way bigger following, way bigger audience and a lot more money to invest in. <laughs> yeah, and pushing the brand out there. Yep. But yeah, some pretty um, yeah awesome business fundamentals. It's interesting with this, mate. You know, I think a lot of people that are haven't thought like you and seen some of these things and haven't gone down the rabbit hole and may not be as interested they overcomplicate how easy it can be to make money. So one of the things that I often say is to start with something you have around your house and use your Instagram or your Snapchat, like you said before, to basically say, 
you know, do you know somebody who wants this camera? Because we don't use it, right? And then someone goes like, oh, yeah, I was just talking to George and George wants a camera and then link it up and then transaction happens, right? But I think a lot of us convince ourselves that we don't have a big Facebook page or a big YouTube following or TikTok following or whatever, so it's not possible. Yeah, they think because they're smaller, like how do you think the other guys started? Like you reckon they started with 110 million followers, 100 million followers, like... Yeah, it's, it's not how it works. Not how it works. They started with zero like everyone else did. So like, why can't you? Yeah, nice, mate. Okay, so what do you think? Oh, is there anything else? Not off the top of my head that I can remember. Yeah, no. those have been the core sort of ones you've been playing with over the last couple of years. Yeah, obviously yeah. Prime integrates with the sneaker reselling. Yeah, of course. It's the same market and I'd sell it on the same Instagram page. Okay. But yeah, nah. Yeah. And you love it? Like this is really yeah. like, fun for you? It's yeah. fun. I love yeah. just seeing the growth and stuff. Like mm. I remember, like I, f- I remember the first sale, like how that felt, and it was like, it's 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 good. How did that feel? It was I was so happy. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's no way people are actually buying this. Like I got some money finally, and I was like, I was really happy. Like and I was like, if I can do this at a higher scale, like it's gonna it's gonna make me a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, mate, because as you go through um, your life and you do more of these things you're craving that same feeling and sometimes it can diminish because you, as you would have known and learned, you sort of, you keep selling and something like, oh, okay, it's not the same as the first one. But then I think when you jump into a new market, whether it's going from the sneakers to the drinks, um, to the drop shipping, et cetera, you get that first win and you're like, yes, yeah, I got it right. It's almost like the market is telling you that you know what you're doing. Yeah, like the first sale of everything you start, is always the best feeling and you're like that actually really motivates you like if you know someone if you if someone bought it and they're not family they're not buying it for a pity or anything like they generally just bought it because they liked it like you know you're doing something right yeah and that just motivates me to just like like just expand even more what sort of money do you think you would have banked profit wise um from all of these ventures Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe 60, 50, 60 revenue. 50, 60K revenue? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you've done 50 to 60K worth of sales of, of, of various different things. Yeah. Yeah. And then profit, maybe 20%, say? Yeah. So you might have 12 grand yeah. stacked aside. Well, it's 12 grand of profit, then you get to decide what you do with that. Yeah. What is that... Uh, like, what does that tell you in terms of what you think you might be possible in the future to, to, to achieve? Yeah, it's great to know that, like, I've done that in a short period of time. Once I get to a higher scale, that's going to triple, double. Yeah. Like, it's got to be good. What What do you think is a large amount of money? A million dollars. A million bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think everyone says a million dollars? It's just that, like, These are how, many, how many zeros? Yeah, yeah. What's the average salary in New Zealand? Probably like 50, 60K maybe salary a year. Yeah, something. a little bit higher. Yeah. Is it 80, something like that? Yeah, it's slowly creeping up because of inflation and stuff, yeah. which you've probably been learning about. Yeah. So yeah. like that 100K mark, that's that's not really much like compared mm. to what some people are making per year. Like obviously it's a lot and a lot of money, but like a million dollars, like that's a house. Yeah. Like that's, that's a shit ton of money. Yeah. When I was going on my journey mate into my career and stuff my goal was to make a hundred grand and I thought if I could make a hundred grand like probably the same as what you now think about a million like that's a house that's I'm retiring yeah. I'm I'm killing it yeah like once you make a hundred bucks a thousand ten k fifty k a hundred k you know you can keep pushing that mm. you just got to do the right stuff at the right time yeah with the right people do you think that because you probably consume quite a bit of American content at your um you know, your platforms that you're on that, and cause they often talk about millions and um, seven figures and stuff like that. Yeah. Then you start to think, oh, okay, like a million dollars is. Yeah. That influences it a lot. Yeah. Or that American market, obviously there's a lot more people over there. So a lot more people are doing that. So it's completely different, but yeah, that influences it a lot. Yeah. Cause how many people in New Zealand do you think make a hundred grand a year? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> 8% maybe. What's that? 8%? Yeah. Bloody good guess. Yeah. Eight, 11. So basically one in nine Kiwis earn over 100,000. Uh, 100, yeah. 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 And you're, you're setting your targets at a, at a milli. 
Yeah. I like it. I think that's good. You know, I think we need more of that. And if people tell you, they will tell you, mate, they'll tell you that you're greedy. Mm. They'll tell you that you don't need that much money. Who do you think you are? And all this stuff, you'll hear it as you start to grow up. But, you know, don't don't be put off by them trying to put onto you what they think the correct amount of money is to earn, et cetera. That, that's something you get to decide and the market only gives you that money if you're good at what you do. Yeah, like, for example, if you're doing that, like, you earn that money, like, that's your money. You work hard for that. Like, the people that are hating on you, they could they could do the same if they worked mm. hard, if they did the right stuff, but but they're not, so. I suppose you probably get some of this already, right? Yeah, you get a little bit of shit here and there. Yeah, is it online or is it at school? Oh, no, nah, online. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, it's a shitty product and stuff, but, like, when you're making sales, it's like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, nice, because the market's telling you, well, it ain't shitty because people yeah. are buying it. Like, people are like, oh, how are you? No one's spending 800 bucks for a pair of shoes, and I'm like, well, I just sold one for a grand. Like, yeah, yeah they are. Do you put up screenshots of uh, bank transactions or something and say, really? <laughs> yeah, you got to blur some of that stuff out because <laughs> yeah, yeah. people get a little bit greedy, but... Yeah, wow, of course. Okay. What do you think, like if you want to be in the top 1% of earners in the country, what sort of money do you think you have to make, do you reckon, like as a salary? 600K. 600K. No, it is 250,000. Really? Yeah. So, mate. That's surprising. Yeah. When you make, um, like if you go into a room and there's 100 people in there, statistically only one person would be making over $250,000. Yeah. yeah, eye-opening, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and this is the stuff we don't learn about growing up right. But, you know, if you – the cool thing for you and, and some of your mates and whatnot is that you might decide actually the million-dollar thing, you don't need to do that or whatever, but you're having seeds planted into your brain that it is possible. Yeah. So like that, if yeah. you, like, shoot for that, like, you got to set your goals high. So then if you're, if you're short – like, if you're short of a million, that's a shit ton of money. Like, yeah. no one's complaining about that. No. No, like even if you don't crack that a million goal, but you get a hundred k, like it's still so much money. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't know anyone that wouldn't be compl- that would be complaining about that. Yeah. Um, whilst I've got you, mate, I'm keen to understand how much uh, your age group worried about AI, and I use the word like worried about it, or yeah, what what do you guys think about it? Oh, it's just really eye-opening like people like chat gpt like people like oh yeah we use chat gpt to answer questions at school like to cheat on tests and shit like that yeah like people do that like all the time but like some people don't realize that like ai is gonna make that can make you a lot of money Mm -hmm. like like it can help you make websites like the power of ai has kind of got it's been going pretty viral recently yeah yeah so you're not scared by it you're more like oh well this is how can we use it to make money Okay, yeah. And what about climate change? That seems to be the other big thing. Yeah, hasn't been much talk in the probably in the last two months, but start of the year there was a lot of talk about that. Oh, really? In, yeah. in your circles or your age just, group or just, just in general? General through school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I went and spoke recently, mate, at a school, and someone said to me, I was talking about, I might, um, the year eleven lads, so your age, and I was saying about how I was going to be talking about goal setting and thinking bigger and things like that, and. Someone said to me, dude, like, they're worried about AI and they're worried about climate change. They're basically worried that there's not going to be a future. They don't want to know about you talking about goals and shit. And I was like, whoa, hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> um, but I thought, what a grim picture we're painting for younger people that, yeah. you know, that that's what the future looks like. Yeah, they need to change the perspective on things. Like, AI is like, yeah, it can be scary. Like, it's just like, how the hell does that even work? But, like, mm. use it to your advantage. Yeah, nice, mate. Right, have we? Is there anything that you would uh, like to speak about that we haven't spoken about? Uh, uh, nothing off the top of my head, nah. Yeah, awesome. Has that been fun for you? Yeah, it's been good learning yeah. experience. Good talking to you. Yeah, and this is the first podcast you've done as well, yeah. Caleb. First podcast, <laughs> outstanding. Fifteen. Well, mate, I am excited to see where you get to throughout the yeah y- your future and and what you decide to do and. Love the fact that you've learned so much at such an early age that you're probably now taking for granted and thinking, hey, more people could be doing this stuff. But I guess what you're learning is that people don't. Yeah. And if you are willing to to lean into things and, and have a crack at them and figure them out, and no doubt you're making some sacrifices at the same time where some of your mates at school are probably doing some funner things at times that you guys aren't because you're locked away 
filming for three to four hours, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, you gotta ch- gotta put your head down, do the work. Yeah. Like obviously, you miss out on some things, miss out going to the beach, staying at mates' houses. But like in the future, it's worth it. Like I'm still doing stuff with my mates all the time, but like there's times that like I just gotta dig the in business it. side of things. Yeah, cool, man. What can you see anything? I know it's hard at this age to figure out what it is that you might want to do um, in your future. Are there things that excite you or that you think you know you might want to have a crack at, even if you don't end up doing them? Yeah, I really don't know. Like, I don't really know the pathway that I'm going to choose at yeah. the moment. Yeah, it's a tricky time of um, of your life, right? To be yeah. yeah, especially with how many options you guys now have. Well, I mean, you've kind of basically figured out business uh, already at 15. Most people take to about 50. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, yeah, like, I'm not sure if I want to pursue this course or, like, go into farming or anything, but I think we just got to see how this goes by the time I finish school. And obviously, if business is it's going really well, I've made good money, I'll obviously stick with this. Mm. So then, yeah, but, like, if it's obviously slowed down, it's not doing great anymore, I try to start something new, see how that goes, and then just yeah expand. One of the things that I've learned throughout uh, my life, mate, is that the more that you try things, then you kind of know whether you do or you don't like them, right? And so few people actually try things and then just assume that they don't like things. So they don't actually collect the data, much like you do with your business ventures to figure out, does the market want this? Yeah. And so we almost decide, because we're too scared to go and try things, that, oh, I don't like that, but we don't actually know. Uh, but if you the, the more you can try in life, whether it's what you're working on or what you're trying to sell and whatnot, then you collect that information to figure out, oh, I really like this over here. Just like you going towards dropshipping, for instance, you know, it's exciting for you and you want to put some more time and effort into it. Mm. Yeah. So just keep trying stuff, I guess, would be my message there. Yeah, yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. Anyway, you didn't come here from, for advice, mate. You come here to teach all of us about some of the different things that people your age uh, are looking at and how we can see the world differently, mate. So well done on what you've been able to achieve. Thank you. Don't blow all that cash. That would be my other piece of advice. Yeah. <laughs> done, a bit, done that in the past, but yeah, got to stick to the savings. Well, we all do, mate. And uh, yeah, you uh, you have those lessons and then you you, you think, right, is it actually worth it? Because you'd, you'd understand how hard you're working to, to make that coin too and you can see how quickly it can come and how quickly it can go, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a good learning experience. Just got to see what... What goes right? Yeah, good on you, mate. All right, well, yeah, enjoy um, the the next part of your journey as you go through those sort of 15s to the 18s and stuff. And I'm sure there'll be, well, you're probably 16 shortly, but um, another set of challenges start coming at you and then you've got to start making some decisions around your future and things like that. So good luck with all of that, mate. But I think whatever you decide to do, you've built some serious skills that you can fall back on at some stage as well to, you know, use in so many different um, pathways that you might choose. So... Good yeah, luck and all the best. You. No worries. Okay, all right, that's fine. Okay, think we got too sexy for that metro house. Diamond popped out, almost swallowed 60,000. Section need more things in here.